Hey, but at the very least, you can say you're following your dreams. And I didn't feel bad. <laughs> bright side. <laughs> Always look on the bright side. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm your game master and host, Jonathan Banner. I'm Joel and I play Mott Brattle, the level 3 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather, and I play Willow Lightsep, the level 3 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 3 Devotion Paladin. Previously, on the Legends of Loam. Willow, the circlet of Milia falls from your head. Maud, you are still wearing the bracelet of Acor. Barnabas, tightly gripped in your hand is the hilt of a Muto. Our heroes left Kingsland after speaking with Miriam, the High Priestess of Milia. They are headed to Hightower in search of answers. You guys travel, you start to see some storm clouds on the horizon. Guys, we should probably find somewhere to hide. Are you guys doing watches? I'll go first. About the time you two start laying down, it starts raining. Oh, one. You drift off to sleep, and Willa, you wake up because you've had a full night's rest. Barnabas! <laughs> Where's the danger? We got lucky tonight. But seriously! After you realize there's no immediate danger, you notice your box is gone. Crud! Guys, let's go! There's a small inn, which you guys reach about noon. So the track's literally right up to basically the front porch on this thing. We're going in there, guys. They probably put it in the room. We should ask the innkeeper then. What can I get you, hun? We actually had one of our items stolen. Oh dear, what room were you in? We're not in our room, we actually track the item here. Oh, okay. Can I get an ale? I'm gonna give her a gold piece. Just curious, could you tell me anything about that couple over there? The chick and the dwarf? Any idea, are they staying in one of the rooms? Gosh, I don't know, but uh, and she, she's putting the gold piece into Any chance pocket. you could find out? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that would be awesome if you would let us know. I'd appreciate it. When she hands you your drink, there's a napkin, which you see some words written on the napkin. It just has like a room number. It's like a 2D. Alright, excuse me just a minute, gentlemen. I'm gonna go sneakily find 2B. You managed to pop it open pretty quickly. I'm gonna just look in there and see, is yep. my box there? Pretty quickly, underneath one of the beds, you find your box. The seal to the lid is broken. It is empty. Great. There is what looks to be like a wallet. I'm probably just gonna pocket it. Joel, you notice that the male dwarf gets up and goes outside. The woman looks like she's trying to flag down a waitress to settle the tab. I think we need to do another distraction. What exactly do you mean by that? How dare you, sir! What happened, White? What are you? My friend, my best friend, has laid with my sister in a familiar way. And the barkeep's... Look, I think it's best if you both... If you guys want to fight this out, take it outside. Everyone come outside and watch me beat this magical guy to death. I trusted you like a brother, and you do this to my one and only sister. I don't even know what you're talking about, and yet you're playing on actually beating me to death? I am going to literally beat you to death. I am so upset with you that I'm going to murder you with my magical item. Oh yeah? It's very rare. Well, And worth it. quite a lot of money. Who knows what I'm going to beat you to death with? <laughs> It could be a claymore. Did that get anyone's attention? Yes, that got everyone's attention. <laughs> you notice the woman is looking out one of the windows. You do not see the dwarf at all. Okay. He just slashes you right across the, the chest. Okay, I'm going to cast darkness on myself. I think at this point, you come downstairs, Willa. And I'm just like yelling out, Guys, guys, whatever happened, we don't have to do this. Stop. So it was all a misunderstanding. There certainly have been some misunderstandings. The crowd kind of goes, ah, and like starts to go back inside. Uh, guys, we should probably go. I found their room, but it looks like there's like more of them. What about your, your item? So, the box with the squeaky wheels is definitely still here. I found it upstairs in their room but it's empty and I can't find what was inside it. 
What I was saying though, it looks like there's like more than the two of them. Like maybe a band of robbers or something, I don't know. So if we want to raid the room, or I think we'll probably need you to do most of the heavy lifting for the first part of that. I could try to sneak in. Oh, that's possible. You guys want to try to get some rest and take some watches until then, since we'll be up in the night? Yeah. Okay. I'll take first watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Thirteen. All right. Where are you guys resting? I thought we're just kind of like <laughs> resting at the trunks of some trees. Like yeah. right at the beginning of the interior of the forest. Probably not okay. really making much of a camp so much as just like kind of laying out bags mm-hmm. for the the um, and stuff. So you guys can move about a hundred feet away from the tavern to set up a light camp sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You can still see the inn, but it is a fair distance off. Like if a large crowd of people came out of there, you might not be able to pick people out, mm-hmm. but you can kind of, you know what they were wearing so you can pick that out. Unless they change clothes. None of you have a spyglass of any kind. Nope. So, no. Those are fairly expensive, I think. Yeah, they are. Okay, uh, so what did you roll? Uh, 13. And what are you hoping to see or not see? Well, anyone who's like looking dangerous or suspicious near us. I mean, you know, other than us. Yeah. <laughs> other than the obvious. <laughs> If I can see either of them leaving, that's mainly it. Okay. You don't see them leave the inn after, you know, after a little bit. Some people do start leaving. Um, mm-hmm. Some people were there just for lunch. Yeah. And they kind of split going in the three directions, but evenly. But you don't see them. Okay. Uh, are you two napping or... Okay. Yeah, try to get some rest. Yeah. Since... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys can easily rest enough that... You'll either need to, if you stay up all night, you'll need to take another rest in the morning. Or if you stay up till like halfway through the night and then sleep, you should be good to go. While they are, while this one's keeping watch and napping, I'm going to try to take a couple minutes and look at that wall and see what's in there. Give me a general perception check of the building first. Okay. So like you're still keeping an eye out on that. That's a nat one, but I'm lucky, so I can reroll that. Another nat one. (laughs) <laughs> That's a nine perception. Okay. So you're keeping an eye out, but you're mainly focusing on this leather yeah. bound. So you pull it out, and it's not so much like a wallet like we would know, mm-hmm. because they don't have paper money. Although you still use coin for everything. Occasionally, like people will write like an IOU sort of thing, mm-hmm. but usually that's for either jobs and services or extremely large sums of money. Mm-hmm. There's not much in this, but inside there is a patch sewn into one of the sides of it. Think almost like some like badges, like uh, police badges or whatnot. Like it flips open and it shows you the crust right. and whatnot. This is not so much that as there's just a simple patch on it. Do I recognize what it stands for? No. Okay. Well, apparently break. <laughs> Well, you break it open and all the calories fall out. Man, I love science. Mm-hmm. So you see this patch in there. There aren't, like, licenses with identification on it or whatnot, so it's hard to identify people by their belongings. Mm-hmm. But inside, there's a round patch with a large tooth-looking thing mm-hmm. represented with some banding going across it. In a darker color, and then over on the side, there's a small square rectangle with a few lines of various colors going across it. There's no just general knowledge role, like besides like history, yeah, there's not intelligence or just an intelligence role. Yeah, there's not a good like current events, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like third and three point five and Pathfinder all have knowledge. Everything. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> they have a lot of knowledge. Like to a point where it's absurd. Yeah. And you can get way too specific. Yeah. Pathfinder is a bit. Yeah. Tedious with that sometimes. Fourth edition got kind of around though. They had a streetwise check, which was just kind of like what you knew yeah. about the street. Mm-hmm. That um, was pretty nice. I will say. Yeah. 
Go ahead and give me, if you have a history check, go for it. If not, just give me an intelligence. I mean, it's a history check it's no matter what. the same both yeah. ways for me, so that's a 13. Okay. This seems familiar, but you don't know where from or what it means. I will give you, you've seen patches before, <laughs> so without a second one to compare it to, you would bet that the fang, the, the tooth thing there mm-hmm. is this symbol, but then these the bands of color on the side are probably like rank mm-hmm. or identification of some kind. You've seen patches like that. It's kind of similar to like the military in in Freeport. Mm-hmm. They have also have bands of color on their uniform to designate rank. It's a pretty common thing, at least in militaries, to do that. Makes sense. And once again, I get this feeling in my stomach that we're getting into way more than we ought to, but for now I'm going to put it away and just hide it. Okay. I really hope we don't get surprised by this, though. (laughs) I already tried to warn you guys that it's a big group and potentially dangerous. Okay. Barnabas, you have the last watch before it's starting to get evening. Really hope I don't fall asleep. Thirteen. Okay. It's getting towards evening. You see a few people like starting to show up with wagons and horses and whatnot, and they're being taken around back to be stabled for the night. You've not seen any of the people... Well, okay, you've not seen the dwarf or the human come out of the inn in your watch. All right. I'll, uh... So I wake them both up. Okay. <laughs> it is early evening. We're going to have to go to uh, the friends there. Real fast. Maud, how scared of Barnabas are you? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of a 50-50 sort of thing. Because he's been my go-to, like, defend me. Especially right. against Willa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But now I'm also kind of like, maybe I kind of need to rely on Willa to protect me from him. This and... is not like a healthy relationship you have with this mod. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, let me check something. For my trust results. A uh, trust roll. Actually, maybe. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Roll me percentile, please. Oh. oh this is a luck roll. Oh boy. Oh. That'd be a 35. Lures Not too bad. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. What is your go to cantrip for damage? Go to cantrip for damage? Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, range. Melee, At melee. You know, primary, primal savagery. Okay. What does that do? Oh boy, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, basically turns my like hands kind of more bark-like and kind of thorny, and then I can make a like swiping attack and do acid damage with it. That is what happens when oh, Barnabas wakes you up. You don't remember being in a dream or anything, but you're kind of having an unfit. Like, you're sound asleep, but it's kind of unfit. And so when he goes to wake you up, roll me some damage. Oh, boy. Uh, three. Real fast, so what color is Maud's eyes? Maud's eyes are... I have this written somewhere. Are gray. Okay. Okay, so Barnabas goes to wake up Maud. He's having a fitful sleep. You kind of give him a gentle shake to wake him up. His eyes flash open, and they are a very sick yellow-looking color. Ooh. For just a brief second, uh, and he reaches up and grabs you, and these vines almost grow out of his hands and pierce into you, doing just a little bit of damage, but you can feel like... Have you ever actually experienced getting any kind of acid on you? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit? Okay. It's, it's a burning sensation more than anything. So yes, it's like someone poked you, but it also has an intense burning sensation where it poked you. And then as fast as his eyes were yellow, they're back to that gray. The thorns are gone. Um, and he's looking up at you. You're like grabbing hold of his hands as he was like shaking you awake. Uh, sorry. Well, I guess for you and now. Uh, that's fair enough. Also, do you have the jaundice? Uh, what? Now they point to your eyes. My eyes? Yeah, when you woke up, they were yellow. That doesn't seem normal. I thought it was either you're sick or it's something you do when you get all magic-y. Would I know whether it is something that happens when I get magic or not? <laughs> Have I been magic-y in front of a mirror? 
Mirror, no. Body of water? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Did you do much on the ship? I don't think you did because it was no. pretty tight quarters. I did shape water in the uh, Trial of Champions. Okay. They did not change when okay. you were shaping water. So from my experience, mm-hmm. they have not. But you would also know the magic you use to shape water is yeah, not the magic you use. It is a little different. So from my experience, I don't have anything to say that happens to me, but I don't have anything to disprove it up either. It's like, mm, well... I'm not sure. Well, eat more fruit. <laughs> or is that scurvy? That's scurvy. That's scurvy. <laughs> oh, that's you think more, eat more fruit anyways. Scurvy. Just eat more fruit anyways. Alright. The sun is setting. It is starting to get dark. They have lit candles and lanterns and whatnot inside the house. It is pretty bright. And people are still arriving to it, even though it is getting dark. Mm. The light is bright enough that even... From farther away than you guys are, you could see it and go, okay, we could press on for a little bit longer and get there, even though it's dark out. Okay. So do we want to maybe grab some food and wait a little bit longer before we start poking around too much? Probably not a bad idea, but we don't want it to get too dark since you two can't see in the dark very well. True. Maybe at least wait until we've not got quite so many people wandering around and stuff. Yeah. I'll share my otter roll-ups with you. They're like fruit roll-ups, but it's in between parchment that you peel off. And otter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, right. No, the I forgot about part. that part. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to have an apple. You guys are missing out with the otter. Probably whatever is in my rations. We're never ever going to get otter again, probably. That's okay. I'm okay with this. It's still early in the year, so it still gets dark fairly early. So it's probably about 7 by the time the sun is fully setted. How long do you guys want to wait before you... Maybe not too late, because if we go early enough, they might be downstairs and like, right. eating food or drinking or whatever. Yeah, just... There's probably enough noise to cover up whatever we're doing. Sure. Yeah. As long as the majority of the people wandering around the courtyard area are kind of finished up for the evening... After a little bit, you see the stable boys head inside. The coast appears to be clear. Okay, I'm going to sneak ahead and just make sure that there's nobody around the stable area before these two come tromping through. Hey. Hey. I'm sneak okay. Sure. Relatively well, that's speaking. A, that's a 15 stealth. <laughs> yeah, no, you sneak up. Uh, you see there is one stable boy still out. It looks like he drew the short straw and is having to shovel out some of these stalls. Okay. He's not near the ladder, but if you guys made a ton of noise, he is outside. Okay. There's enough ruckus coming from inside that anyone inside won't hear you messing around with the ladder. Now, if you smash it into the wall or something, maybe, but as long as you guys are careful with it, no one inside will hear you. Okay, so probably the two of us go get it while we're in there and then let him help us once we get it out. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I'll motion Maud to come in and help me. (laughs) Five. Okay. Why did I already put my dice up? (laughs) Perception. Um, Did you see me? Yes. So you guys are approaching. Mm -hmm. There's a small fence there that... uh, to, you know, if any horses get us loose in the mm-hmm. stable area, that way they can't just go running anywhere. You can easily duck under it. Mm-hmm. Maud tries to climb over it, but kind of does that thing where he loses his balance and flips over, but his legs are still on either side of the fence post. So he's kind of hanging upside down from the fence uh, and makes a large clattering noise. You manage to duck somewhere and hide, but the stable boy comes over and... Gosh, mister, are you okay? Or did, did you drink too much? Um, um, yeah, could you help me back to, uh... Could you help me over to the front of the inn so I can go to my rooms real quick? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, he'll, thanks. He'll help you up and start walking you that way. Okay, well played, well played. I'll try to catch Barnabas's eye and... Come, 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 come. Don't worry about stealthing, just come. Okay. Are you waiting until... Let them get past. They, yeah, they get clear. Yeah. Okay, and I'll head over. Okay. 
pick up the ladder. Roll me stealth anyway, because I just want to see how noisy you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I still have the big old claymore on my back. So. Yeah. You can t- turn it into nothing whenever you want. Okay. You can dismiss it whenever you want. I'll dismiss it. Okay. Uh, what armor are you wearing? Yeah, I'm wearing my chain, and I've got a shield. Okay. Chain mail or shirt? Chain mail. I, that's one thing I hate about the armor, yeah. is chainmail and chain shirt. Yeah. It's like, why do they have both of them yeah. with them being so different? Okay, so I'll make a roll and I get a minus one. And you have disadvantage. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't think it matters. Okay. I think the same thing happens. <laughs> you try to climb the fence, and, but because you're wearing armor, and uh, I rolled a nat one, yep. it clatters minus very loudly. <laughs> And if you land in the pile of dung that he was scooping out of the stall. Can I roll the curse? <laughs> yes. Who and what are you cursing? Everything in 19. I just hold my head in my hands, shake my head. <laughs> hey, I at least played mine off fairly well. You did, you did brilliantly. The stable boy kind of like looks over his shoulder and sees you. Because, gosh, everyone's getting drunk. Here, here, mister, here's the wall of the building. Can make your oh, way around. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm in a really bad Okay, state. you just sit here for a second, oh, and then I, he's going to run back. Oh, I need, to, I need to go and lay down really quick. Um, and oh. Once he, like, put your hand on the building and wasn't supporting you anymore, he ducked away. Oh. Unless you want to try to do a oh, persuasion. Try to do a persuasion. Or deception. Because that's kind of what I'm, probably deception, because okay. I am not actually drunk. Yeah. Uh, 19. Okay. Gosh, I'm good. <laughs> okay. He's like, oh, sir, I'll be back there to help you in just a minute. Oh, thank you, thank you. No, no, oh, no, I'm helping you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Barbara, stop playing around. Let's go, let's go. I throw a little piece of dookie at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he can easily move the ladder by himself. Mm-hmm. You guys get it set up. I presume you're stalling for as, as much, much time as possible. as possible. I'm like trying to stumble as much as possible. Yep. And like, oh, I don't feel so good. Oh. He's like, uh, do, do you have a room with us, sir? What, what number is it? Oh, I, I... Oh, I can't remember. Oh. I, if, you, if you get me into the inn, I, I, I think I'll be good there. So he will slowly take you around to the door. Yeah, I'm just but, trying to drag it out as yep. much as possible, basically. Yeah, okay. So you guys can move the ladder pretty easily, and I need an intelligence check okay. <laughs> to see if you know which window is their room. Mm. I was gonna say, do you have which one? Since you only saw fourteen, that's enough. Okay. I mainly wanted to make sure you didn't fail. Yeah. I mean, I do this kind of thing. That's true. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. You go over and there's a couple windows that still have the shutters shut, but you point Barnabas at the right one and he quickly gets the ladder set up and is holding it firm for you while you shimmy up. Yeah, I'll scale up and before I do anything, I just want to take a perception, see if I can hear anybody in there. Okay. That is a 12. Okay. You hear, to call it snoring would be like to call a diesel engine quiet. Oh, good. Literally, the shutters are kind of shaking with the sound of the snoring. So the door was in there. Or the female woman is very loud snorer. But that is what you hear in there. Okay. That is all you hear from in there. Okay. I am going to see, are the shutters bolted in any way? Or are they just closed? They are closed. Shutters are pretty common. They're probably just like a simple latch on the inside. Okay. But something At you least. could probably shim, like just the dagger blade between them mm-hmm. pushed up would probably unlatch it pretty easily. Okay. I'm going to try to quietly open them. So I will roll stealth for that. That's a 13 stealth. Okay. You managed to pop them open. It's not the quietest, mm-hmm. but it kind of doesn't matter how loud you are. <laughs> You realize for a quick second that it, when you lift it up, mm-hmm. it's going to go wherever it will kind of clank. Yeah. But you time it with the rhythm of his snoring so that it clanks right as he lets out a big old... And the shutters are now open. Cool. They do um, open out. Out. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to have to be careful to not get knocked over, <laughs> but I think I can duck under him pretty easily. Okay, I want to just look in and see what's actually there. Okay. Just perception. Yep. That's a 17. 
All right. There is a dwarf. Okay. He is out of his armor and is laying in bed and snoring up a storm. Okay. And that's it right now. Now, besides all the junk and mess in there, he is the only person you see in there. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, um, looks like there's actually maybe a little... It's hard to tell if there's even more junk in there or just stuff got moved around. Fair enough. Okay, I'm going to just wave to Barnabas that we're clear to come up, but motion to quiet, because that's going to work well. And I'm going to try to look and see if I can find any of our stuff. Roll me a... I'll, I'll let you do perception or investigation. Okay. Perception for general looking around the room, investigation to like... Like, looking specific places or digging through piles. Okay. Let's go for a 15 perception to start with. Okay. You are in the room now? Yeah, I'll go okay. ahead and come in. Is Barnabas coming up the ladder as well? Should I? Up to you. What would Barnabas do? What would Barnabas do? <laughs> How stinky am I? Uh, you're no summer rose. How worse are you than normal? Hey. <laughs> How worse than a dwarf are you? <laughs> are dwarfs stinky? No. No. I'll go up, I don't care. Stealth at disadvantage. <sighs> Seven. Okay. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. I think the dwarf does one of those, like, once you get up, he does one of those, like, snort kind of things where he stops snoring for a second and you both get really tense. But then he start. he just kind of, like, rolls over and is facing the wall and starts snoring again. 15 for perception. Yes. You look around this room and you see some of the boxes that were in here have been opened. You see there's a few like wine casks and a few swords. With a 15, you don't find the chest mm-hmm. that was inside the box. And you never opened the chest, so you don't know what was right. in the chest. Just as if it was any of these items kind of laying on top. Okay, well, I'll do a more investigation to like, specifically look around for it. Okay. Yeah, this is going to go well. Um, that's a 15 also. Okay, so you start digging through the largest pile. Like, there are some piles that there was no way there was a chest in that pile kind of thing. But there is a fairly large pile that you start digging through. Barnabas, are you, what are you... You are still on top of the ladder? You I thought can, I came in. That's fine. You can be inside the room. What are you doing? I'm going to stand in front of the door. Okay. And I'll kind of like... Well, you didn't tell me that was a chest, right? No. You never said what was in the box. This is true. So I don't know what to look for. So I'm just going to stand in front of the door. Joel, what are you doing? I need like a performance check or another deception check to dissuade, to keep this stable boy with you, but you can't do too well or he's going to go get help. Yeah. Does that make sense? Ooh, yeah. Just start mm-hmm. crying. Interesting. That is my default, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking of like trying to turn away from him as much as possible okay. and use Mage Hand when he can't see it to try and like force myself to vomit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, um, I think that's a stealth. Okay. Because you're trying to do it stealthily. Yeah. You're trying to hide the fact you are doing it. <laughs> so that one plus and that two. one. Okay. <laughs> you should have all been happening. <laughs> no, I would not have allowed that. <laughs> I think I'm going to give you a choice here. Okay. Either the stable boy stops caring for you, or he won't stop caring for you. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Either he's going to think you're faking it, and will stop right, you know, and like, kind of like, just let you kind of slump to the ground and go, all right, what's up? You know, what's the big deal? Or even once you're better, he's still going to think like you're possessed. (laughs) Well... Because he just saw a ghostly hand, like, coming out of your mouth? Fair point. Fair point. Um, hmm. Those are your options at this moment. Boy, good options. Loving it. That's what you get with a nat one. Yep. This is why I like, like, the the roll to confirm, because it gives you options. Or it helps narrow down the options. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It's a pretty good roll for me, too. Right? It's a pretty pretty good good choice there, yeah. I like it. Um, 
I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say he's not going to stop caring for me. Okay. Uh, he freaks out for a second. Do you dismiss the hand when you see that he's he's seen it, or do you? Kind I mean, did I see him see it? Definitely, because he almost dropped you. It's like what? What? Is, what's that? Okay. Um. Yeah, I'd probably try and dismiss it and try trying to like play it off and be like, what? What do you mean? What? Uh. Okay, Mister. All right. Uh. Come with me. And he's he's going to like almost half drag you. <laughs> But still helping you pass the front door and continue to the other side of the house, where there is a, sm- a smaller building next to the house. Okay. He's leading you that way. He's okay. Like, Come on, Mister. I-, I have a bed. You can you can lay down for a while. Uh, okay. Th- thank you. Thank. You. Okay. <laughs> that was really good, Joel. <laughs> thank you. Hey, you successfully distracted him indefinitely. Yeah, so. Wasn't the intended goal, but it worked out. I like how the player was like, yeah, I'll help. I'll help Will with the ladder. It's just like, nope, I'm distracted, apparently. You make a good distraction. <laughs> yeah. So good to get made myself vomit. <laughs> Tried to. I don't I don't actually think you vomited, uh, though. You vomited a ghostly hand. But yeah. you definitely you definitely gagged, but that's with all the hand like coming out of your mouth and whatnot. I had a bad time regarding this. Yes. I think this whole day has just been it's a not bad been a great time. day for me. Yeah. yeah. Or the best day. Pretty sure Mott doesn't see it that way. <laughs> not really. I mean, he's had worse days. I. This is true. Is this any like, worse than studying for exams, Mod? <laughs> worse than waking up in a room that's been entirely decayed and then having to run from his life? While also having awful, awful dreams uh, that night. Hey, but at the very least, you can say you're following your dreams. And I didn't feel bad. <laughs> bright side. <laughs> Always look on the bright side. So you guys are still in the room. Yep. I think I'll whisper to Will ask her what is it we're looking for if the box is empty. I'm going to whisper back. Chest about yay big. Describe any distinguishing marks on it. Pretty lightweight. Can I do like a quick investigation? Yep. Okay. Eight. Okay. You start digging through a pile, but it's one of the piles she looked through this afternoon. Okay. I think you find the crate that it was in, mm-hmm. but it's empty. Okay. So you, you see the crate that had the squeaky wheel on it. Okay. Do you want to roll? Yes, I want to keep looking. Please roll well. Ugh, that's a 10. I think like you're digging through this pile of junk, and we just see like... You throwing things over your shoulders, and like a pair of heart boxers land on one of Barnabas's horns, and is just kind of hanging there for a second. What was that? Um, a ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, you, don't, you don't find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll keep looking. Can we check the guy? Maybe he's like sleeping with it, cuddling it. Do you want to? <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. Why are you letting him do that? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna touch him. I'm just gonna like look at him. Okay. So you go over to the bed. Mm-hmm. And do probably a perception. You're not, if you're not touching him, yeah. you're not like patting him down. It's not an investigation. Yeah. And 19. Ooh, nice. nice. There was no giant chest. Mm. It was just a sleeping dwarf mm. very loudly. With a giant chest. With a giant chest. Or is it a small chest? She said it was a small chest. But he only has a giant chest. I mean, doors are pretty, probably, yeah, that's pretty broad yeah. chested. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Oh, what, you rolled a 19? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You notice a weird tattoo on his uh, right, kind of like on the center of his chest. Mm-hmm. It's of a large tooth-looking thing with a couple bands across it. Hmm. And she did not show me that earlier? Nope. I was asleep. Could I um, do like a... History check or something? Yeah. I know what it's about. I think for this game, we will run history checks almost like a general knowledge check, but with a varying degree of difficulty depending on who's rolling it and what it's about. Makes sense. So, yeah, you can roll. 15. You've seen this symbol before. You're pretty sure it's associated with a gang, Hmm. but it's nothing you've come across before. You're just pretty sure you've heard about this, or someone was telling you a story about it. Maybe when you were younger. Don't get involved with these guys. I look over at Will and I whisper, Well, I'm pretty sure we found... <laughs> I shouldn't actually whisper. Well, I'm pretty sure we found um, you know, what we're looking for. And I point to the, the tattoo on his chest and I say that I'm pretty sure it's 
a gang insignia. Okay. I told you they were bad guys. Well, now we know for sure. <laughs> he does another one of those snort, like, stop snoring, snort kind of thing. Matt, make me get a dexterity check. Great. <laughs> oh, no. Seven? The dwarf rolls over and, like, totally just, like, wraps an arm kind of around one of your legs. He's still asleep, but uh, he's, like, almost half hanging off the bed a little bit and with an arm, like, right around your knee. I have him down. And it's, like, really awkwardly, like, snuggling against it. Okay. Look at the violence of this gang. Just, just keep looking. Yep, I- I'm totally not going to come. I'm going to turn around and keep digging through the piles. For a 13 investigation. Okay, uh, you're getting towards the bottom of this pile. You're moving a little bit slower because there are some larger stuff on the, the bottom that you can't just toss over a shoulder or it's going to make a lot of noise. Barnabas' help would be really good right now, but he's a little bit... Um, occupied at the moment. Occupied. But you start moving around some stuff. You're getting to some boxes... They're more like briefcases than crate-like boxes. And there's definitely stuff in them. I think the thief side of you is tempted to look, but Barnabas is, like, watching, kind of. Kind of watching the dwarf. If you want to, like, risk anything. I probably could pull it off, but... your stealth bonus? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm mostly focused on finding that one thing. Yes. So, okay. I will keep looking. That was a nat one, which I can re-roll. Thank goodness. For a nine. For nine. Not my best roll. I think, like, you move something aside and it starts to slide, but it lands on a pillow and doesn't make any noise. Like, a pillow, you kind of, like, grab a pillow and toss it over your shoulder just in time for it to catch it. Because, as a halfling, you are lucky. So I think that is how that uh, dice roll turns out. There's, like... A moment of harsh panic almost for Barnabas as he sees this start happening and unable to do anything about it, but it fixes itself. Okay. Am I at the bottom of this pile or is there still more There's stuff to go through? There's just a little bit more stuff to go through. Okay. Uh, Barnabas, if you want to get out of this, mm-hmm. I will need you to make me some sort of dexterity check or s- some sort of check to get out from his grip without waking him, or you can. Try to just hit him and knock him completely unconscious if you wanted to. However you want to try to get out of this. But he's got on a nice, pretty nice grip. He's grappled you well. Yes. Maybe I could try my sword of Amuto to make a bludgeoning weapon. Okay, you can try. <laughs> Twelve, that's one off of a warhammer. It's a whip. <laughs> okay. You have a whip. On your next turn, you can try to uh, get something else. I'm going to wait and try something else. <laughs> Joel, I think by this point, the stable boy has moved you into... They're not... Since they're not servants, they're not servant quarters, but they're like the staff quarters. Mm-hmm. They're pretty small rooms, but, you know. Um, and he has led you into presumably his own room. It's got the one bed and a small table and a few other things in there, but he's laid you down and has tucked a blanket tightly around you. <laughs> I think he's got you on your side in case you throw up again, but uh, he is in the room, like, getting some water from a tap to, like, dab your forehead. I was just like, thank you. This is awkward. (laughs) Had a big day today, Joel. It's nice to be pampered for once. Willa. Okay, I'm gonna keep looking. Let me try a different die. (laughs) That's a 14. Okay. You get to the bottom of this pile and you find uh, you you find the chest. The lock is broken on it, though. Good. So it's probably been rated also. Okay, I'm going to open it and just see. Okay. Roll me a luck die. So a D100. Lower is better. That is a 15. Nice. Wow, nice. It's pretty low. It's very low. You open this up and inside is a... So the chest is about original dimensions that I had mm. was two foot by two foot by four foot, mm-hmm. which is probably the shipping crate. Right. I think so. So you get it's a pretty big box there. It's about that size. You know, it's mm. hair smaller. You open it up, and inside is a very it's a very thick, tall, thick box, 
and you open it up and inside there's a lot of padding and then there is a long sword with a curved blade kind of let me draw this out for you real fast okay so you know simple cross there's your sword but then there's almost like a curved blade that comes out of it like that that's does that make sense yep cool this thing's only like a couple inches deep though it's yeah. yeah there's a lot of box here for not a lot of sword is what i'm saying but it's still, so like, uh, so the fabric and the cushion that's inside it has been carved out so the sword fits perfectly in it. So this is the sword that was originally in the crate. Okay, I'm going to just close the lid and motion to, we got it, let's go. And you're just, <laughs> Okay, I, I'm going to make another roll before I ask her to do a deck save on me. <laughs> 17? Is it katana? Oh. I think, like, the handle shifts a little bit, and you almost drop this thing. But, like, you manage to grab it with both hands. Could you help me out? I can try. What do you want me to do? Use your dexterous nature to get me out of his hold. Like, tickle him? (laughs) No! (laughs) <laughs> having a oil of slipperiness. I do not. There are a lot of boxes around you. This is true. <laughs> well, I have me a heavy box. Okay. <laughs> I will look for a heavy-ish box. What is your strength? Like, negative one. Okay. So a heavy-ish. <laughs> she hands you a heavy box, which you pick up with one hand, and it's a decent paperweight. Be enough to knock a dwarf out. If you hit really hard behind it, maybe? It was a very hard head. Yeah. <laughs> Just punch him really hard. I mean, worst comes to worst, you break it over his head, maybe what's inside would be better to knock him out. Yeah. I'm going to bring the box down on his head as hard as I possibly can. Jeez. Okay, so... I like the possibilities here. You either <laughs> just wake him up, knock him out, or just straight kill him. <laughs> So you're attacking a prone creature, which means you attack with an advantage, but he's unconscious, which means you don't actually attack, you just assume you hit. Mm-hmm. And they're prone, so you, like, the unconscious status is basically, you automatically hit, and it's automatically a critical. But you're hitting with a box, mm-hmm. which is an improvised weapon. Mm-hmm. Roll me a luck die. That's all I can think of. Okay. I mean, uh, it's like how... The logistics of that. Exactly. Yes. Lower is better. Okay. Uh, Twenty. Bad. Oh, you're good. I think it doesn't knock him unconscious. It doesn't wake him up, but he shifts and his grip loosens, <laughs> and you're able to slip out before he like rolls over again. I go. You bring him box down over his head. He doesn't even wake up. Dwarfs, they're hard head, hard headed. They are. Might have like a super bad hangover tomorrow. <laughs> Right, let's get the yeah out of here. Why yeah. you guys got to find me? Because I don't know how long I need to distract for either. True. Hmm. Should have agreed on like a bird call or something. <laughs> we weren't planning to get separated. Okay, we weren't really planning too much. To be fair. How are you getting outside with this box? Um, you want to go first, and I'll kind of hand it down to you. Yeah. You can easily make it down a ladder. I mean, it's not super heavy. No, but there is no lock on. True. So I think... You still have that measuring string? I do. How about we just use it to tie up the box? Okay. You guys tie the lid of the box, you know, tight enough that it's going to fall open, uh, and then you're able to almost slide it down the ladder to Barnabas, and he can pull it off and set it aside, and then you can easily climb down. Are you shutting the shutters? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still probably pretty obvious that they were there, but... Are you trying to lock them in any way? Then, I mean, you close them, but they can easily blow back open. You guys have a box. Yay. You don't have a warlock. We need to find our mod. (laughs) We do. Where did that stable boy go? That's a good question. Let's go look in the stables. Okay. Are you carrying the box? I am carrying the box. I trust you enough to let you carry the box. (laughs) You guys do a quick search around the stables, and you don't see anyone. Okay. 
I'm doing a really good job distracting at least. <laughs> Too good Too almost. Too good almost, one could say. <laughs> I got a decent look at the stable boy. Yeah, you did a... You did hear him, hear me talking with him about being drunk and taking me back to the room, probably, because I was saying that when mm-hmm. I tripped and all. Yep. Maude was saying, take me back to my room. Mm-hmm. Or take me back to the inn. Take me back to the inn. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do you want to go inside? So, do it that way, Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can sneak in and find that same barmaid I was talking to earlier without being seen by a bunch of other people. Okay, that's gonna be a hard stealth check. Yes, okay. Go for it. Wait out here for me. Come in if you hear screaming. Okay. (laughs) I think you might hear screaming. (laughs) That's a 12. All right. So not super stealthy. Maybe I can play it off. At least Um, you haven't directly caused trouble. No. So much, probably. I mean, it's not a one. It's not a one. So, you sneak in, and you thought it was busy at launch. This place is packed. The two bards that were playing at lunchtime, they now have three more members in a band, and they're going at it. Someone's playing a jug, someone is singing, and someone's got a basic drum that they're beating out of tune with, beating out of rhythm, whatever. You're the music person. I don't know anything. Anyway. drums. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but it's busy, and you do not see that barmaid. Okay. And there's definitely a pe- few people who, like, almost trip over you and <laughs> notice you and, like, really drunkenly get out of the way and, like, bump into someone else. Generally cause havoc. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, it's not... It's no more than just, like... It's not like people are going, <gasps> It's you! Or anything like that. But uh, you're walking through a crowd of people. Okay. Um, Half of them probably drunk. Yeah. Well, if I can't find that particular person, I'm going to see if there's anybody who looks like they work here. Okay. You can easily find someone that works here. Um, There's a guy at the bar, and there are a few other waitresses around that you did see at lunch. You just Mm -hmm. don't see the one that you had talked to. Okay. I'm just going to go up to somebody and be like, Hey, um, I'm looking for my friend. You probably remember him from earlier. He was causing some trouble. I think he got drunk and he was with one of the stable boys. Um, I'm going to give a brief description of one of the stable, of the person that he was with. Uh-huh. And be like, I haven't seen them at the stables and I don't see them in here. Do you have any idea where they might be? They probably went back to the bedroom together. Um, Just your drunk friend, the stable boy, causing trouble. All of that staying in. Persuasion? Sure. Add a gold to it. Hmm? Add a gold to it. Okay. Um, that's 17 plus... Nice. 7? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. 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 I mean, the gold knocked down the yeah. uh, difficulty yeah. as well. Well, if they didn't come in here, there's, uh, you know, the... Just Words. Completely blank. English is a foreign <laughs> Yes. Uh, if they're not in here, hon, then they're probably uh, at the staff quarters, though... Okay. Though, I mean, I, might I don't know the... first. Yeah. They're not in here. They're probably in the staff quarters, though. I don't... I don't know which of the stable boys... I don't I don't pay much attention to them. Okay, staff quarters are... Uh, the, the small building over to the side that's not the stables. Perfect, thanks. And I will slip on out okay. and try to find Barnabas. He's sitting on the front step looking... Like, holding this box. <laughs> or what are you doing? I'm kind of, like, off towards the side... I'm not, like, on the front porch right now. I'm just, like, standing off holding the box. Kind of near the stable. You are holding a box that has caused you a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. That is not locked. Mm -hmm. Do you look inside? Mm -hmm. Or what do you do? Well, it's not mine. So. That was an awful lot of effort to get it. That's true. Would you at least like to do a perception check on it? Sure. Yeah, I'll do a perception check. Eight perception. Oh, it is a seven. I thought that was a one. <laughs> what box? <laughs> oh, will it stolen again? <laughs> it falls open on your face. Blade first. That would be bad. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> Almost as unfortunate as your friend cleaving your chest open with a claymore. That was unfortunate. Or waking your friend only to have uh, <laughs> him. Stab you with acid. That was unfortunate too. So we're all equal and no one's mad at anyone anymore. Throw me a religion check. I think I have plus one. Plus two. 
Ooh, oh, 20. I think you need oh, it. Nice. On top of the lid of this, um, it's a rectangle box. Mm-hmm. Down the very center of it, there are small circles, and in each circle is the symbol for every deity of the pantheon here. Hmm. Including at least one that you don't immediately recognize. There, There's a few that are extremely familiar. Like, you can easily spot Milia's and Imuto now that you've been to that temple and everything. And there's a few that just stand out instantly to you. But then there's a few that either they're slightly different than their current iteration, or they look almost foreign. Like, even though you've got a 20, there's some information that you just would not have. Yeah, so now I'm curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Around that, there is some inscriptions in a few different languages. What languages do you know? Common, Dwarven, and Gnomish. I think the only one of this you would really recognize might be Celestial. Celestial? And that's only because you've seen it. You don't understand it, but you can look at it and go, that looks like that. Hmm. I feel like I have the little angel Barnabas on one shoulder and the little devil Barnabas <laughs> on the other. And the little devil's like, you've been through a lot to get this box. You fell in dookie to get this box. You hurt your friend to get this box. <laughs> Maybe you should take a peek inside the box. And the little angel says, Barnabas, this is not your box. Willa is trusting you with it. But then I look over to the devil and say, okay. <laughs> and I unwind the, the string. And you look inside. And I see the sword. The sword. The sword. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I've already opened it. I can't. You could try it out. could try it out. Do you want to be Devil Barnabas, Joel? Do you want to voice that? <laughs> well, Barnabas, you could try the sword out. What's the worst that could happen? It'd be nice to have a sword that just stays a sword. Oh, of course. You know exactly what it's going to do. And who knows? Maybe it has things that can do that you don't even know yet. I gingerly pick it up by the hilt. So you touch it. I touch it. Um, (laughs) Roll me a... Roll me a charisma check. Pretty good in charisma. It's a hard check. <laughs> I got a plus four in charisma. We'll see how good that goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, 18 plus four, 22. What part of it did you touch? I just grabbed it by the hilt, you know? Okay. This sword is surprisingly light. Hmm. It's like you're holding... When you hold the hilt to a Mudo sword, it's mm-hmm. literally like you're just holding a hilt. Mm-hmm. When you command it to become something else, it gets the weight of that something else. Hmm. This full sword just feels like you're holding a hilt. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh, do, you, do you pick lift it up out of the box? Or are you just touching it in the box? I mean, if you're just touching it, I guess you wouldn't feel the weight of it. Yeah, but... so I, I have it, like, out. Okay. Uh, There's a few swings. You notice there is a clear gem, like, right where your thumb kind of sits. Hmm. It has a little bit of wiggle. So I can, like, pop it out? Or push it in. What could possibly go wrong? Willa would never find out. Willa, you should be the angel Barnabas, because I need some balance here. <laughs> Join us in the dark side. <laughs> I'm going to say the fantasy version of YOLO, and you only um, adventure once. So, YOLO. YOLO! Yeah. And I push it you hear like a spring release kind of thing Mm -hmm. and this curved part of the blade comes loose from down here and is hinged here at the top Mm -hmm. and it's kind of swinging freely oh (laughs) jeez kind of give it like a a flick it does a very fast full circle and makes a very nice (laughs) I flick it again throw me a dex check Because I want you to fail this <laughs> so that you find out something about it. Okay. <laughs> well, right. I think you failed. That works. Uh, so you flick it, but your hand tightens and you push down on that again. Mm-hmm. And the blade is most of the way around mm-hmm. when you push in that gym. And you hear a click and the blade stops. So now you kind of have a blade that goes up and is curved. Like, curved. Hmm. Now you can swing around corners. 
Hmm. So I can stop it by pushing the button. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And if you push it again, it unlocks it. Hmm. I'll try to, like, put it back in its original position. Roll me a dex check. Mm-hmm. Okay. To get it back in the same position. <laughs> Four. <laughs> uh, you get it pretty close. Okay. But the blade definitely, like, it sticks back a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to put it back in the box. It doesn't fit quite right. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't match the the cut out for it. Mm-hmm. The blade doesn't fit that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Can I try it again? Sure. Five. I think you're flicking it and trying to get it right. Yeah. And Willow walks out. <laughs> Hi, Barnabas. So, I think, um... Mott's over there in that house. Let's go see if we can get him. Mm-hmm. I have it behind my back. Mm-hmm. Did you close the box? <laughs> the box is at his feet, open, empty, yeah, and the string is like on the ground beside it. What's going on here? I listened to Mod's voice in my head. <laughs> okay, well, you should probably put that back. Can I have it, please? There you go. Charisma saving throw, please. Okay. Oh boy. That's a 17. Okay. You feel... Oh boy. This thing is incredibly light. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing's about from pommel to point of the sword. Not swivelly point, mm-hmm. but point. This thing is almost four foot long. It's so about as large as his claymore was. It's almost as tall as I am. You can hold it with ease. That's weird. Yes. Okay, I'm a little weirded out by that, but I'm going to try to get it so I can put it back and actually put everything together. It takes you a second to realize you have to click that button to get it to move. I mean, Barnabas could point this out, but probably wouldn't. What did you do to this? Did you break it? No, push the thing. Oh. You you push the thing and the blade just goes... Look at this freaking... I'm pretty sure that's not what I was supposed to do with it. you got to push it again and it'll lock. Dimensions. Oh boy. I think, you know, physical dimensions, not like oh, reality dimensions. Why is crazy? No, but I think you push the button and the blade falls and would hit the ground, except it just slices right into the ground. Like it was nothing. That's great. That, that's real great. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna try to just put this back real quick now that I know what the button thing does. I think you put it like in the box into you like you shuffle it into the box into possession and then hit the button. That sounds like a great idea. And it, it fits perfectly back in. We're closing this up. Can I have that string back? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tie this. A really double, triple, quadruple knot. And let's go find mod. Okay. Uh, you guys can easily see the small building that's obviously the staff quarters. As you walk over there, you kind of see like stumbly drag marks in the ground too, <laughs> from where the stable boy was helping Maud over there. Helping. Yes, helping against his will. <laughs> but not because you wanted to distract. Exactly. So mixed. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll knock on the door. We're looking for our friend. Open up. So it's like a low building with like an open hallway between it and in the middle of it. Almost like like a stable, but the stalls have been completely walled in with doors that have latches. None of them are labeled. Of course not, because that would be way too simple. And there's actually like a wooden floor here on the ground, so there's no more drag marks. And wood labeling really help too much when you don't know who it is that <laughs> Generic him. stable boy number one. Mod? Hello? Perception check? Yeah. Are you here? Uh, 18. Uh, you hear her outside. I um, guess at this point I'm probably guessing that they have what they needed if they're coming to look for me. Probably. So, status of my caretaker slash captain. So I think this is the scene. We see Willa and Barnabas like walk into this hallway, realize that there's like... 12 rooms or more. Like, there's that shot of, like, you guys turn down that hallway, and then the camera zooms back, and we see just how many rooms there are. Then, like, you call out and it echoes down the hallway. We cut to a shot of Maud 
in bed with like three hot water bottles kind of like placed around him with a damp cloth on his forehead and like a bucket kind of like tucked under him so in case he does throw up. Probably with like a large thermometer sticking out of your mouth as well and like 12 blankets. And we see the stable boy over at a small potbelly stove like making some chicken noodle soup kind of thing when you hear her call out. Okay. Well, I'm going to make a stealth check to try and sit quietly. Okay. That's going to go well. 19. Okay. You very carefully move aside the water bottles and the thermometer and the blankets. And, like, you even lay a blanket on the ground to walk across to the door so it's even quieter. And I think, like, you're at the door, you ease it open, and as you step out and shut the door the stable boy turns the opposite way and sees the bed's empty. <laughs> and you just see his face go, oh, <laughs> and go a little crestfallen. Oh. He was making you soup, Ma. I should have just stayed for soup in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So enough for everybody. <laughs> you can go back and ask. We should probably leave. So yeah. you guys are more or less in that hallway, more or less outside. So how did things go? Well, we got it. That's good. Yeah, we should probably go though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that seems like a good idea. Then okay? we should let Mott play with it because it's only fair. This seems like a bad idea. What though? So when I went in the end to look for you, is this as we're walking? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, we're we're definitely going. Yeah. Second follow-up question: Which way are you guys headed? Because you're at that crossroads right there. Yeah. You could go down to Lux. Yeah. Or, but you'd have to come back and go this I mean, way to get to Hightower. You could just go yeah. towards Hightower. It's in the night anyway. We might as well just go on a little bit and then try and rest up for morning. There's still enough time that if you rest the rest of the night, you won't be tired. Joel, you spent a spell slot this afternoon that you can have that. That would be... Well, you didn't I get at least Exactly. I so you would be fine. Rest, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Then I see that one. I know. So as you're walking... So yeah, as I come out of the inn, I find Barnabas with this massive sword, which apparently is what was in the box. Crazy thing, I had no idea. Anywho. Wait, you opened the box? I did. Curiosity, it's a thing. Anywho, it's all packed up and safe. You can't see the box with a broken lock tied up with a measuring (laughs) string, which I'm presuming Barnabas is still carrying. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, weird stuff, but mm. probably don't want to touch the sword. It's got this weird swingy thing. It's really dangerous. It's kind of creepy. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, yeah, basically. I, I almost cut my foot off. Yeah, that, that I, I'm okay with not touching that. <laughs> I don't really want to cut my foot off. <laughs> I have a feeling that doesn't fall under simple weapons, so I'm going to say mod, probably not the best one. Yeah. You guys, how far are you traveling? Like, are you traveling far enough that the light of the inn is not visible anymore? Or are you just trying to get to a good place to stop? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Or at least get out of, like, eye line of yeah. the inn. Okay. <clears throat> that would be safer. Yeah. And then try to kind of hide our campsite when we do camp. We will be stealth camping. <laughs> so with a fire. So without a fire. Okay. Just check. Stealth camping without a fire. Uh, yeah, that Lilith's going to be laying on top of her box tonight. <laughs> She's going to slip between the string. She ties it onto herself. <laughs> okay, you guys get to a decent spot and rest for the rest of the night. The night is stressful, but uneventful. That's good. Everything that happened that day is kind of... While you guys did get a rest between it, it's still a lot of stuff that happened that day. Yep. It's a rather eventful day, especially compared to the last, like, week or so with the family. It's always a good time with Barnabas. <laughs> oh, you should tell Maud about that symbol you saw on the dwarf. Oh, yeah. I, on the dwarf's chest while we were ransacking his room, we saw a, because he was sleeping, of course. Of, co- of course. There was a, an insignia that looked an awful lot like a gang insignia that I've seen before. So, hmm. they were in fact bad people. Yeah. So we did get stolen from by bad people. And we stole back 
from bad people, but it's okay. <laughs> I see. Any idea what sort of gang it might be? It's a fang, is what it looks like. Okay. Can I roll a history check? Sure. Okay. Disadvantage because it's word of mouth. Yeah, I see it because I didn't see it. Yeah. Unless someone showed me it, but that's a six. Yeah. I was about to be surprised that you have a plus three in it, but given your character having. Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to see him. Since I'm all about this book. Yeah. You don't know anything about it, but you're not surprised that gang members would have, like, a tattoo sort of thing yeah. on them or anything like that. Probably not what I really was focused on. Right. <laughs> like, the closest I would probably have any relation to that would be anything involving pirates. That would probably be the yes. closest I'd have anything. Actually, yes. Uh, and you've never heard of any pirates with that kind of, anything close to what they're yeah. talking about. Cool. Will our heroes ever make it to Hightower? Why did Maud's eyes turn yellow? Is this the last we've seen of this gang of thieves? And what's up with that swinging sword from Willa's crate? Find out next time on The Legends of Loam. I hope you enjoyed episode 8 of The Legends of Loam. You can find maps and other world-building assets at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Or you can find all those links at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for listening.